Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 132. I am Justin and my wife is Shauna the Yawning. (laughs) Shauna. I was going to be able to do it in time. I was cutting that yawn down so I can say. Don't hurt yourself, please. Welcome. (laughs) Thanks everybody who's listening today. We appreciate you. We hope that you are having a good day. It is raining here. Yeah, more rain. Um, We're talking today about how to magnify your happiness. And I don't think you should spend a lot of time trying to become happy because I think that's a not a very good thing. But I do feel like we are learning more and more. And we did this podcast recently. It was a very popular podcast about living in the now and how to how to just enjoy life more and not stress as much in the past or stress as much in the future. And so this is kind of along those lines about how to how to magnify your happiness so that you appreciate just the little things that are already happening right now in your life. I think that's fair. And I think that it's really good that we are intentional about this because even like I just took two minutes probably to glance at a website that's got news headlines uh, that I scan ever so often when I actually want to know what's happening out in the world. And I probably scanned in two minutes like 30 different headlines, and there was not a single positive one on there. Yeah, I think you said a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did. I think I said something about the world's heading in a bad place. Um, But, so, I just think there's so much negativity around us that we have to be intentional if we want to be happy. Because it's almost like everything in the media is set to make you feel unhappy. Right. And I have that tendency always to see the cup half full, just my normal self, skepticism and everything else that you love about me. <laughs> okay, your love language, your, your love language is, what is it, positive words or words of affirmation, and my love language is skepticism, so, or sarcasm. There you go, sarcasm. So here's a story about, um, about this. We talked about, and we hyped it up last week, about going and singing. Uh, with to elderly people and in a very social distance way a lot of them just came out on their porch their neighbors some of their neighbors came out too (laughs) it was just such an awesome time that we had and our kids for the most part some of them were like do we have to keep singing the little ones were are we done but I think everybody just loved it would you say I didn't hear any complaints or asking if we were done yeah, so it was really good. I think one person getting into the vehicle is like, are we done now? Can we be done? But he was four years old, so I guess he can do that. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so here we go. The problem is we don't appreciate the now. We don't appreciate the happiness that we have. And we have an article that I thought was really good. Um, and can you tell us about it? Okay, so the article is Savoring Happiness, How to Prolong Any Positive Experience by Stephen Handel. And so it it kind of breaks down, like there's two different categories that we're looking at. One is how do you enjoy an experience of interaction with another human being? 
Um, and then we have some general tips for how to just really magnify that happy experience and make it last longer. Um, but I thought it was interesting because I, I hadn't... It takes a group of psychologists, I think, to break down the human interaction into this many different categories. But to hit the highlights of it, they were basically talking about there's different ways that humans communicate and you can find pleasure and enjoyment in multiple aspects of that interaction. Yeah, and I think the article is pointing toward, I don't know if it actually says it, but it should, because I'm about to say it, it's profound. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm waiting. (laughs) You have to have good communication. Like, you have to have the interaction to be happy. And I think that's part of the problem. People are so isolated that we it's easier to not do the work, at least for me, to interact and actually have some kind of meaningful conversation. Meaning Meaningful in the sense of that means you have to work through your disagreement sometime you have to work through spend the time to clarify your what you what did you really mean by that i don't agree with that you know whatever those kind of processes right and you have to get to the place where you're actually interacting with others and for me i need to hear that because otherwise i'd be happy not to ever interact with anybody right and our oldest son he's he's wired like me which is beautifully he's beautifully made <laughs> But he he can put on his headphones all day long, right? And I'm constantly yelling at him saying, hey, you got to take those off, right? Because you need to interact. Like the interaction part is part where the happiness comes from. I need to hear that. All right, I'll hand the mic back over to you. <laughs> and I think through these weird circumstances that we've been in, I was talking with a mentor of mine who is also an extrovert. And she made the comment, she was like, I feel like even... The extroverts, our E's are being shaved down and whittled into an I for introvert because there's just so many social awkward factors right now. Um, But moving back to the things that you can enjoy in interaction. So the first was aesthetic communication. And so that is where people said they just really enjoyed when there was like a crafty play on words or a really inspiring speech, something beautiful. So I feel like singing counts in that, you know, appreciation of the aesthetic. Right. And if you play an instrument, and you go and you you play with other people, you jam together, you just have a good time together. Like, I understand now why music people are just kind of weird because you do get this own your own little groove and your own little vibe. If like if I go and play music with a couple of people and we really like have a great session for a couple of hours and we do that several times, like we don't have to say a whole lot of anything, but I do feel like I have a new best friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I have lots of best friends. That's kind of my categories anyway in life. But when we get together and just create music and just like don't even have to talk, but there's so much communication and, you know, uh, I know you're going to talk about the different uh, gestures and nonverbal things, but I'll let you talk now. So another thing was just an appreciation for clear, honest communication. Particularly, you know, if you think about a really good heart-to-heart that you have with someone, and I think typically this is like a one-to-one situation, um, but when you look back and you, it just makes you smile because you're like, that was really good. Like, we just really communicated and understood each other and shared, you know, something personal. Okay. I know you like to go through the list, but I want to keep expounding here. But that also means just the awkwardness that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like, we started to have some talks with our kids, like you had a conversation 
and then part of your, one of our kids overheard part of your conversation. You're like, oh, I'll explain some more about that if you want. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> but there is there is that awkwardness, you know what I mean, that we all have to work through, I feel like, to have that communication level, you know? Like it doesn't just, for me, those happy conversations don't just happen. Like it's work to get there. And a lot of times I don't appreciate them until afterward. <laughs> So the nonverbal communication is the next point that you all don't get to uh, see our nonverbals as we're giving each other <laughs> faces during the podcast. Um, but just thinking about, you know, a meaningful hug or a smile. And I think that was one of the really beautiful parts when we went to sing because the just the appreciation, several of the ladies that we were singing to teared up. Um, you know, and so just being able to appreciate what they were expressing, even without words, was powerful. Yeah, and we we see a ninety-three year old woman who comes and sits on her porch on her rocker and rocking and singing these old hymns to the top of her lungs. I mean, it was just like, wow, it was powerful. That was verbal, and but the smile on her face and all that. I mean, like I was like, I was like, this is just a happy. This is something special. And it's so simple. That's what I think. Just so simple. Yeah. And we actually, one of the ladies who was in her, I think she was like 77. Anyway, when everybody got their instruments out, she goes, hold on. I'm going to go get my mandolin. And she went inside and she brought it back out to play with us. So it was awesome. Um, Then recognition and acknowledgement. And I think we all like to be complimented. We all like to be encouraged. Um, but even, you know, in the context of yesterday singing to people, you know, the times that they're like, wow, y'all are really good, which let's just say that probably none of them had great hearing, (laughs) but it was still, you know, particularly for the kids that really built them up to be complimented that way. Yeah. And for our kids, I mean, they, they've been on stages and played in front of quite a few people before some of them have, but it still feels very weird to get up you know, just in someone's yard and just start playing and then the neighbors are sticking their head out and they come and, and everyone's very socially distanced, but still, I mean, that's, a, that's awkward. And then you hear you're being, you know, being praised for that. It was really cool to see. I mean, like it really did bring happiness to our kids. And we, we talked about this quite a bit last night and even this morning. Like, I just want to help them process what, what they felt and, and everything else. So there you go. Um, in this survey or study that the psychologists did, they also listed, you know, extraordinary communication, which was when people experience some kind of major landmark, you know, like if you're at a, a wedding or um, someone, you know, a baby is born or something like that, or, or you're with someone as they're celebrating having taken their last uh, chemo treatment or just some big major life event. And so when you have that shared experience of that major event with someone else, um, that there's a lot of joy that goes with that. And then this was the last one that they talked about. And I love it uh, because it was the unspoken communication. And, you know, there were several times that we would look at each other while there was while the music was playing and whether it was like one time I was I was 
my official musical job is to hold the sheet of music <laughs> so that the musicians can see it, right? And I could tell that one of the kids was lost because the words, we were singing a verse that wasn't on the words. So I was trying to like point to the chords that needed to be played. Meanwhile, I was blocking Justin. So he gives me this look and I'm like, oh my goodness. So anyway, some of that totally unspoken, but you still communicate anyway, um, is important and I mean, I just started laughing about the whole thing in, in that particular instance before. So there's a lot of joy that can even come through that. Right. And I think of the story, um, my good friend Brad in Houston, um, we went to go see them sometime couple, last couple of years ago, within the past two years, right? Yes. Um, anyway, yes. Okay. Sorry. He took me to a Houston Rockets Golden State Warriors game. It was awesome. It was so cool to see. But it was part of that. The whole crowd... Um, and I have a friend Curry too. He's been complaining about not being able to go see concert. You got you know not seeing the concerts or the crowds or even some people with movie theaters like that. I think they're all kind of weird uh, <laughs> who want to just be in a big group of people. But I tell you that hangout with Brad just to go and to drive and hang out and go see the Rockets game and then come back and just kind of talk about it. It was just for me that was just like well, it was a special highlight in the past few years for sure. Because you know how excited I was. Right? <laughs> you roll your eyes. <laughs> so all of those being positive experiences. And I think it's easy for us to overlook them. To be overwhelmed by all the negative things happening in the world. And to miss out on those experiences that really can bring joy and happiness to our life. Yeah, because I think that's the whole point. Is when we have those experiences. Just to see it on paper and be like, okay, blah, blah, blah. The psychologist gave categories, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But it's like I'm having those interactions all the time. Maybe not as much as I used to on some like the social extrovert things you're talking about. But it's like I have meaningful conversations in all these different ways. But do I, am I really appreciating them, you know? So here are a few tips that you can use to experience, you know, we, we talked about experiencing them, but then to enjoy them longer, to magnify them. So the first one is the most obvious, and that is just being in the moment, just being fully aware. And for me, that's really hard because a lot of times I'm already in some level of my mind planning out what's going to happen for the next 10 steps, you know? The next 10 years, yes. And it is. I, our society, we just not in the now. We don't even... We don't even know. And when I say get in the now, like just what's your body feel? Like what's your body touching? Like what's any any kind of like what senses are you having? Like for me, that's really hard a lot of times. So part of that would mean just taking your time and not feeling like, okay, I'm here. I've done this. Check, mark the box and keep going, you know, but just really savoring and slowing down. Another thing is to reflect on the good parts as they're happening um, or immediately following them. You know, not being, it, it all kind of ties together there because you're just not feeling the pressure to move on to the next thing in your list. You're able just to slow down and really savor whether you're, you know, looking at a painting or enjoying a fried apple pie or whatever it is, just fully engaging with all of your senses in that moment. And then the next one is sharing your story, which I think this is part of why the singing experience was magnified so much because it was broken up into little snippets because we were going to different people's yards to sing. And so in between, we were actually having like debrief. 
So we went to the first place and like her neighbors all came out and we were singing and it was really fun. But then we went and we got slushes and from Sonic, you know, and so we were able to discuss what just happened and share that with each other before we moved on to the next house. Right. So then the kids sang with like blue stuff all over their face. Uh, the next few places. But then as we, we went to one more spot after Sonic, after we had slushies, and it was lightning, <laughs> right? So we like had to wrap up. It was an awesome time. We had a great time. Uh, but the storm was coming. And so then it started heavy rain, right? And instead of being like, I was kind of bummed. I was like, oh, man, we, we had a couple more places we wanted to go and blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, well, let's just eat. We were going to eat dinner. We had a home-cooked meal. We all sat together. We kind of talked about it, what had happened. We talked about just life in general. But then the rain cleared, and we were like, hey, let's go. Let's try to finish up a couple more places, and we went and did that. And I think for me, I could have become very frustrated that we were not on the schedule that we had hoped to be on. But I don't know. Maybe I'm maturing in this place where I'm like, I'm just enjoying right now because it was just really good. And for me to just say, you know what, the schedule's not, you know, not have to be followed or it just can't be followed right now. And I'm going to just appreciate what we have. I mean, that's, that's me putting on big boy britches. I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) So proud of you. So a few other things that you can do, you know, taking pictures, it feels like for a lot of people, there's pictures of everything now. People, whatever you ate, whatever your shoe looks like, whatever. Um, but it is a really good way to be able, if you're being mindful about the pictures, to just relish that positive moment. Um, another thing that I don't feel like is done very often is journaling about your positive experience. And that's another thing that my mentor encourages me to do whenever I've hit like a new level of success in my business is she was like, make sure you go and you record this. Exactly how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Everything you can remember because the next time things get really hard, you're going to need to be able to look back and relive that positive memory. Yeah, I would say the picture thing, we all have digital pictures, uh, but our friends John and his Karen and his family, they have such a cool house because they have just pictures of their families all around on the walls, you know? And it's kind of, it's modern looking, but it reminds me of, that's how my grandparents' house used to be. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you see all these pictures on the wall, and I remember just going to my grandmother's, both of my grandmother's house, and just looking at the pictures on the wall. And like, I do that frequently, even though I know what they look like, you know? But it was like, it was a reminder. We need need to get some pictures of us. My my picture up there on the wall. (laughs) So you can look at it all the time. Yeah, those are the pictures, the family pictures, like your parents have a wall that's got pictures, and then our kids are like, ah, look at dad, he used to have hair gel, or, you know, (laughs) all of those kind of things. Um, Other things to do is actually anticipating the future in a positive way, like if you know that something good is getting ready to come about, you know, preparing for that and anticipating it. Um, And then this is my favorite one. It was treat each moment as if it was your last. And I think if we had that perspective more often, that all of us would increase our happiness and our joy and just general appreciation of life. And I tell you, just to summarize again, in order to be happy, you need to have other people around you. 
Like, for example, there's nothing worse than watching a ball game that's super exciting and you not communicating with anybody in the room. Or, like, if there's a good ball game on, like, I'll be texting several friends, you know, or my brother or whoever, because it's like, oh, did you see that play? I can't believe the rest called that. You know what I mean? Like, there's some kind of community or whatever. And I think that's just the bottom line. I know that's so simple. But for me to hear it again, I'm like, you know what? I just need to accept that. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true introvert. So I hope that this helps you all as you are going through what is undoubtedly a difficult time in history to be able to remember there are so many positives. But I think if we were going to wrap all of this up, the biggest key takeaway is just realizing our need for interaction with other people and appreciating that. Um, So we would love to hear some of your stories about how you have really been enjoying the positive things that are happening around you right now. The best way to communicate with us is on Facebook because it's really easy just to click that private message button and send us um, your story or anything that you just want to share, takeaways, what you're liking, what you're not liking about the podcast. We would love to have some more feedback on that. So you can find us on Facebook if you search for Less Stress Family. You'll also be able to see Justin's new book that is printed and available now with his devotions. And uh, you can connect with us too on our website, lsfpodcast.com, or on Shauna's Instagram account, which I promise I will update someday soon. (laughs) That is Shauna Sheree Wood. Most of all, though, we just want you to know that you are valuable and what you do matters. Have a blessed day. Thank you.